Hey y'all, it's Amelia Rose and welcome to Say La Me. So before we get into the meat of today's episode, I do have a few fun announcements. First of all, I was on the Resiliency and Running podcast with Liz. Uh, that released on Monday. So we talked all about toxic relationships and friendships and just being a good friend and dealing with not so good friends and all of that stuff. It was super, super fun. And she also created merch for the episode. So I have all of that linked down below. So if you have not checked that out, go check it out. And speaking of merch, my merch is actually on sale. So it's from today to Friday and all the shirts will be on sale for $13, which is a really good deal. And then everything else is up to 35% off. So if you want to buy a pin, a sticker, a mug, whatever else, that's all 35% off and the t-shirts are $13. So I also have that linked down below. All right. So this week has been very, very busy. Um, I started school, and the good news is that my classes, I'm, like, very, very excited about a majority of them. And if I'm not, like, actively excited about it, I am feeling neutral towards it. I'm just like, okay, wait, I have this class. So no negative feelings about my classes thus far, which is really exciting. I also went back to work, and so that's great. So very, very busy, but very, very fun. So today's episode is all about how to have your best semester ever if you're in college, but all of these tips can actually be applied to work or another stage of life if you're not actively in school. It's a lot of organizational tips that will help you through whatever tasks or jobs that you have. So let's get on into it. All right, so my first tip is to set reminders on your phone. Now, this is extremely important. This is something that helps me. I know, especially with my classes being a mix of online and remote and on campus and all of that, and then I have my work, my podcast, the different things that I'm doing in my daily life. Um, it can be really hard, especially at the onset of a new semester, to remember when your classes are and whether you're meeting on Zoom or you're meeting on campus and all of that. So, so definitely for the first few weeks, I have set reminders on my phone probably about an hour to 30 minutes before uh, a class starts to say, hey, you have this class, you know. And so um, it's really important. It really helps me with my Zoom classes. And just when I'm not particularly set on my schedule on the semester, I'm just kind of like, okay, like I'm I, – I don't, I don't have the rhythm down. I don't know when different things are happening. So I set a reminder actually like the before the first day of school. I set a reminder for each class um, <laughs> saying that I had that class and that is maybe a little bit obsessive. I do get kind of obsessive with my planning but I would rather you know make it to class. Have it be obsessive and make it to class than like you know not set a reminder and forget and then be like, oh no, and have to like email an apology to my teacher about like not showing up to my class. So this one has definitely been a lifesaver. I just have it, it pops up on my phone like an hour before my class just saying, hey, you have that class. So, you know, if it's a Zoom class or whatever, I can put on makeup and look presentable when I go to class or I will just know to show up. Um, and that definitely helps me when I'm not positive on my schedule yet. Uh, my second tip is to keep a planner and fill it in with your exam times and due dates the first week of classes. So take out all of your syllabuses or syllabi. I don't really know what the technical term is for that, but take out all of your syllabi, I guess. <laughs> I'm like so confused. Whatever. Uh, take all of those out and like go through them and write down like have a calendar and write down. It could be, you know, an actual planner or it could be 
something on your phone or your computer or whatever, uh, write down all of your due dates all for projects or quizzes, and then write down your exam dates, and then also write down your final exam dates, because I know for some classes, especially with all of it being, well, a lot of classes being Zoom, um, some on campus, whatever, it can be a little bit weird. Like I know last semester, I had a class that met at 6 p.m. on Wednesday nights. And so obviously you would think that your exam would be 6 p.m. on Wednesday nights. No, my exam was 6 p.m. on Zoom on a Friday, which was so random because I didn't even have classes on Friday. But they assigned my final exam time to be on a Friday night instead of a Wednesday night. So if I didn't write that down and if my teacher didn't tell me, I would probably have shown up on Wednesday and no one would be there. And then I would be really confused as to, you know, why we weren't having our final. So it's really important to know all those dates. Um, and once you have them written down, it's really easy. It's kind of like a set it and forget it type of thing. You can really figure out, you can like have it written down. So you know you have it, but you don't actually need to keep it actively in your brain. But also writing it down actually helps, like this is a scientific fact, um, writing down something really helps you submit it in your mind more easily as opposed even as opposed to typing something up so that's really why i recommend having a written planner because writing your dates and everything you you don't have to remember but you honestly you probably will remember what when your final is because you've written it down Okay, so my next tip for y'all is to keep a daily to-do list that you will put things on, mark off, and add to daily. Um, you also check it daily. And so the way I've done this in past semesters is I've just had like all my tasks for one, for like every class that I'm taking, just all in one list. But the way I did it this semester is because I really want to be organized and I know that I've said before, like taking all these different classes. Sometimes they run together, especially during the first few weeks when you're not positive of your schedule. I have taken, I have an iPhone, so I'm not sure if this is the same on other phones, but the iPhone has some features where like you can do this little like bubble thing um, and then you type in whatever task you need to do and then you can literally like fill in the bubble, like click it and it will be done. And depending on how you configure that, you can also have it move to the bottom. So you're not really like looking at it anymore. It's checked off, whatever. So that's really cool. I love that feature. But the way I've done it before um, is just having everything in one list. But the way I'm doing it now this semester, which is honestly so much more organized, I didn't even realize it was until I did it. Um, I have the like main main label, I guess, or the title of my thing is to-do list. So then under that, I have each class. I have listed the number of my class, and then I've also done a dash out to the side and written down the exact name of my class. Like I'm taking CA281, and that class is editing and layout. So I have CA281 dash editing and layout. So I, I know uh, at the beginning of the semester, it's really hard to know which class is called what. Um, and so that honestly has helped me so much more quickly learn the names of my classes, um, which sounds kind of weird, but like I do get sometimes I'm like, wait, what class am I going to? Like I know that it's this class and I know what we're doing in it, but what's it called, you know? Um, so under that, I have the name of the classes bolded. And then under that, I have um, all of the tasks um, on the little like bubbles or whatever. And so it makes it so much more organized. You can just go and you can click on, or you don't have to click on, but you can look at what class you're doing. 
and you can see if everything's checked off for that class, you know you don't have anything for that class. And so it's really, really convenient, really easy. The reason I really like doing it on my phone is because it's editable. I do not tend to like reset my list until the like beginning of the next week. So I will keep my um, tasks on there even if they're completed. But then like tomorrow, I'll go in and I'll add, I'll look over my syllab- syllabi, syllabuses. I don't know how to say that, but um, I will look at those and look at the next week and then plug in what I need to do for the next week. And then I I do tend to check um, my assignments and stuff daily just to make sure that nothing else has popped up. And if it has, I'll just add it to my list and then I'll check it off. So that is something that has been extremely helpful. Hey y'all, it's sponsor time. Today's episode is brought to you by Kind Bar. Kind is deeply committed to crafting food with real recognizable ingredients, a disruptive notion that sparked the creation of a new healthy snacking category. Kind is unapologetic in their efforts to challenge the status quo and to shift food industry and power their community and our Salami listeners to make better informed choices about health. Kindness can be a transformative force for good, and that is why we are teaming up with Kind and Podgo to bring our listeners 10% off or 15% off for military, teachers, students, first responders, doctors, and nurses. Go to podgo.co slash kind. That's podgo.co slash kind, and it will be linked down below. Kind Bar, creating a kinder and healthier world, one act, one snack at a time. Okay, so this next tip might be a little bit basic and pretty self-explanatory, and we've all heard it before, but there's a reason we've all heard it before, because it is amazing. Set your clothes out the night before. I am not kidding. This has definitely changed the way I, you know, get ready in the morning. Um, I like to put together what I think is fashionable outfits, and if I feel pressed for time, it's not going to happen, you know, or I'll gravitate towards what I always wear, which is, you know, I mean, I don't know what I always wear, but you know, that same jacket that I've worn like 40 times during the week, um, I'll just gravitate towards that because it's easy, it's quick, and I know it looks good. But if you want to have some variety in your wardrobe and you want to look a little bit more put together and like you're ready and whatever, and if you want your mornings to be quicker, putting an outfit together the night before is definitely the way to go. It also gives me more time to be able to put something together that I am confident in and that I enjoy. Um, and it makes me use more clothes in my closet rather than less because I, like I said before, I will gravitate towards that same shirt that I always wear or that jacket or whatever. Um, so definitely putting together an outfit the night before allows you to be a little more creative with your wardrobe if that's something that you want. But even if you don't care about that, it's just easy to know I have clothes and they're ready. And, you know, this thing that I was counting on wearing isn't dirty because I already checked. And it just makes you feel a little less stressed in the morning. My next tip is if you have nothing to do, use your downtime between classes to work on assignments. So this might not sound like the most fun way of like going to college. (laughs) It's like always doing school when you're on campus. I live off campus. So if you're living in a dorm, like, um, you know, doing school when you're out or whatever, but it really adds up and I don't love coming home and having like stuff to do. Um, I like to come home and relax. So if I can cut down on as much as that as I can by just, you know, between classes, just sitting down and, you know, getting an assignment done or, you know, it depends on how much time you have. But I've, I've, 
like done this, especially like during freshman year, if I had papers due, even if I had 15 minutes before class, I would, you know, walk across campus, I would get to my classroom, or, you know, to the building where I had my class, and I would sit down and I'd write, you know, a paragraph of a paper. And before you know it, you're done. And I, I know that there were times during the semester where I've written papers where I've never had to go home and actually write a paper. I've just done it in bits and pieces before classes and between classes. And, you know, if I had 30 minutes to an hour, I wouldn't, you know, sometimes you need to take like a little mental health break and just like walk like something I love doing is, you know, between classes, if I don't have something to do, or if I need to just take a break from all school, I will just go on a walk and I'll just listen to like music or a podcast or whatever. I love going on walks anyway. But if I'm feeling like, okay, I can be productive, I can get stuff done and I'm good with it, I will just write a paper or I'll add to a paper or I'll do an assignment or whatever. Um, Just getting stuff done between classes, honestly, it adds up and it really does minimize the amount of homework that you will have during, you know, when you go home, when you really just want to relax and just chill out. If you get a lot done, it adds up because a little bit here and a little bit there really adds up to having like a big chunk of it done without really putting in that much effort. All right, my next tip is another no-brainer, but is take advantage of all of the resources that your university has to offer. So my freshman year was just spent like, you know, I came in with the expectation of like, okay, how am I going to be a college student? Am I going to make good grades? Am I going to be studious? Am I like, you know, how am I going to acclimate to this? Like, am I going to be good? So I was pretty much spending all of my freshman year ensuring that I got good grades and that I was academically like succeeding and, you know, that I was just acclimating to college. And I was like, it was really hectic and really busy um, because, you know, all of a sudden I was, you know, in charge of like getting to class and doing stuff. And it was a really great time, but I also was unaware of all of the resources that my university had to offer. No one told me that we had tutoring, um, not even just student tutoring, but like through a specific tutoring service on campus. You know, I did go to the rec a little bit and obviously that was a huge thing. Um, so I took advantage of the gym, which was great. Um, but you know, no one told me there was career services. I didn't even know there was like in orientation. I'd been introduced to it, but you know, by the time you start school, orientation is kind of long gone and you only remember specific things. And so I was like, what? We have like career services and you know, it's just really, really, I don't know. I was very unaware of what my university had to offer. And so I remember coming in my sophomore year and being like, wait, (laughs) like we have all this stuff. This is awesome. And so, you know, you're paying for it. So you might as well take advantage of it. And um, some of you might think, oh, I already pay, you know, tuition at or not tuition, um, a gym membership at another gym. And that's totally fine. Like, I don't really care. You don't have to use your um university's gym. I do because it's fun and it's, you know, I already pay for it, so I might as well use it. But um, there are different things that your university offers that you might not be aware of, like career services. I mentioned that. I haven't necessarily used them, but I have gone to workshops and different things. I haven't used them like a one-on-one is what I meant, but I have you know, use them. And my university has Handshake, which is basically like a college LinkedIn, and it's really cool. And so I have set up my profile on that. And it's just really, really, there's just so much that you won't realize that 
you missed, you know, if you graduate and you're like, oh, wait, you know. Um, so I would definitely go on your university's website and see what they have to offer and really take advantage of that because most likely those are services like the gym and whatever that you'll be paying for when you graduate. You know, if you want to go to a gym, you're not going to get in there for free anymore. So um, the way I viewed it is I went to my gym, um, my college rec center, and I was like, well, if I like this, I'll know that once I graduate, I'll want to have a gym membership. But if I don't like this, then I know that I won't need one. So I like it. So I'll probably end up getting a gym membership but it's really nice to have these things that you try risk-free basically um and you can test it out and see oh this is for me or oh this is not for me but definitely try out the different services your university has to offer because you know chances are once you graduate if you enjoyed it you'll have to be paying for it somewhere else and that doesn't even just apply to like academic help you know I'm a chair um on my university's entertainment board and it's really great it's really fun but we do offer basically free events for students and they're fun and they're entertaining and we bring in a lot of talent that you know some students haven't heard of so they're getting introduced to artists or speakers or whatever on the talks and topics chair so um a lot of times i bring in speakers um and it's just a fun time it's entertaining it's informative um i try and make it as entertaining as possible so it's not like you're sitting through another zoom lecture but that is free and if you ever want to go see a specific speaker once you graduate chances are you're gonna have to pay for it um so college really it's not free because you do pay for it in your tuition but you're paying for it anyway there's no option for like at least at my university there's not an option for you know the strip down like I just want to take classes tuition it's pretty much everyone pays the same amount of tuition for everything so everyone's paying for a gym membership everyone's paying for the entertainment board for all the events they put on everyone's paying for tutoring even if you don't use it you know I'm paying I haven't used counseling at my school yet but I'm probably paying for counseling so don't feel shy about taking advantage of the resources that your university has because you're already paying for it and chances are you're going to enjoy it and you're going to like having access to these different um I keep wanting to say resources because that's the only word that I can think of right now but you know you're going to enjoy having access to these things and so going to different events and just exploring everything that your university offers is a really really good idea um in order for you to realize like, hey, I've got all of this stuff at my fingertips. I might as well take advantage of it. So my final tip is to communicate with your professors. I know it can seem a little bit strange now because everything is virtual. I know a lot of my professors have virtual office hours and you're a little bit like, I don't just want to like go in the Zoom chat and be like, hello, I need help. But really, if you want to do well in a class and if you're struggling or you have questions or whatever, contact your professors. I have totally sent out emails to my professors. Always be courteous though, you know, don't do the text talk thing. Don't be like, you know, if your professor's name is Bob Smith, don't be like, hey Bob, I need your help, bro, you know, whatever. Don't, don't be casual with them. Be very respectful, you know, okay, Dr. Smith, I need help, you know, whatever, be respectful. So that will get you a respectful response back, hopefully. Um, and I don't know. So I definitely have emailed professors and been like, hi, I need a little bit of help on this concept or I don't understand this or whatever. Um, 
here's a good example. My freshman year, I took um, music theory and it was difficult. I believe I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but it was a very formative experience because it was hard and it was ridiculous. Anyway, it wasn't ridiculous. I just didn't understand, but whatever. So I took music theory my freshman year for both semesters and it was an 8 a.m. class, which I don't think helped with my comprehension, but that's just the way it was. Um, and I had the most fabulous professor teaching it. He was great amazing love him whatever um and I was really struggling and I felt bad because he was a great professor and I knew it you know it wasn't like oh it's the professor's fault I you know don't understand him it's just like I don't get it you know it can come from anyone's mouth I won't understand um and so I did email my professor and I was like hi I'm not purposefully failing your (laughs) tests like I really do need help and I really want to succeed and then I got a response back and he was like okay like if you're willing to put in the work, I'm very willing to help you succeed. I want you to succeed. And it's obvious that you want to succeed. So let's work on it. And so he met with me separately, like outside of class, um, for tutoring, like from him, which is absolutely amazing. It still blows my mind that he was so generous with that to like this little freshman he didn't even know. Um, But I met with him every week for tutoring and I ended up, you know, passing that class because I was not passing. I was failing that class. I was very, very, um, it was kind of like a shell shock type of thing. I was like, oh my gosh, I am a good student. I am really good academically. Like, I know I'm intelligent, but like this class, I do not get it. And so honestly, just having that extra help and that tutoring really helped my first semester. And then it ended up being in the second semester, I didn't even need it. You know, um, I still passed the class and it was just really great to have that foundation. So most likely in my experiences, when you reach out to a professor and you say, hi, I need help, they are really happy that you've contacted them and they're really helpful or helpful. They are helpful, but they are really inclined to help you because it you've just shown them that you want to succeed in your class. You know, I cannot thank that specific professor enough. Um, he's not listening. I know he's not, but um, if you are, thank you. But just working with your professors is great. And yes, I have had experiences where I've contacted a professor and said, hi, I need help with this, or, you know, this assignment is open, or, you know, there's been some issue, and either they won't respond, or they'll respond and they're, you know, not the nicest. That's just some people, and you're going to encounter that any anywhere, like during work, during school, anytime. You know, there are just some people who do not want to help and that's okay. At least you tried. So you really do not have anything to lose by contacting your professors, but you really have everything to gain. I know, you know, I've got to know professors on a deeper level. If I've contacted them and said, hi, like I have a question about the homework or, you know, whatever I'm doing. Um, There's a specific concept I don't understand. And so I am very much an advocate for contacting your professors because I think they appreciate that there are students who are willing to learn and who want to succeed and you know they're not so prideful that they're not going to contact you you know just be have a little humility and contact your professors and you will be so much better off Okay, guys, those are all of the tips that I have. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'm very excited for my semester, so I thought I would share some of my organizational tips. Like I said, these can basically be applied anywhere in your life. So if you want to apply them somewhere else besides school, if you're not in school or you don't, you have your own system down, that's great. Feel free. So if you have any 
other tips to tell me, I would very much appreciate it. So email me at bonjoursalemme at gmail.com. It's all linked down below and it's linked with my socials if you want to follow me there buy some merch. If you would love to review this episode or rate my podcast five stars, I would absolutely appreciate it. It definitely helps me. But besides that, that's all I have for this week. So have a wonderful week and I will talk to you next week. Bye.